0: Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we give moms of color the tools they need to soar in their careers and in motherhood. We're back. This is your host, Brenda Miller, and I'm so excited to be back with you guys. Um, I took a little bit of a break. It's been crazy (laughs) in my life, and like many of you, sometimes you just need to stop and um, recuperate and rejuvenate and kind of get focused again. So that's where I am now. And I am really excited to bring back the podcast. Um, There's so much um, that I want to discuss and so many people that I want to talk to. So I really had to make a choice to come back um, and to really get these episodes back and running so i'm so excited and i'm honestly excited because this week is my son's first birthday uh and it's really exciting to relaunch the podcast uh during a week that's so significant to me Um, my motherhood journey started a year ago and i've learned a lot in one year and i'm excited to see what um my motherhood journey will take me on um in the upcoming years, and I see how my career grows in the upcoming years, and the things that I get to do, and the things that I experience, so I'm really excited to uh, bring back the podcast so that we can continue to have these conversations about uh, motherhood, about uh, starting your own businesses, um, about growing in your career, whether it's um, a nine-to-five, or whether it's a um alternate career <laughs> or whether it's um you know starting your own business or being an entrepreneur so really excited um to continue having conversations with other moms um to continue talking to you guys about being a mom and working um and however you work so i am excited i don't know how many times I'm going to say that probably a lot so bear with me or take a drink every time i say excited. <laughs> oh man. So uh this week we have Jocelyn Renee on the podcast and uh i think this will be a good conversation for you guys. We had um a really good uh interesting conversation and i think that we all can take something from it. Um she's a mom of two and also an entrepreneur so it's interesting to hear how she um approaches motherhood um and then also how she's approached her career um so without further ado i will start by reading her bio jocelyn renee is a wife mother of two licensed cosmetologist educator and owner of new growth salon in atlanta maryland her passion for textured hair was the catalyst for launching her YouTube channel, Curly New Growth, and has allowed her to work with major beauty brands such as Mizani and Curls. Her enthusiasm for hair education has also afforded her the opportunity to speak with hundreds of women at colleges and educate beauty professionals at hair conventions. Jocelyn also utilizes her passion for holistic hair care to provide education to her online audience of over 100,000 supporters, on the best hair care practices for their locks when she's not teaching or working behind the chair jocelyn strives to level up in motherhood and adulting all right welcome jocelyn to the podcast i'm so excited to have you thank you so much for having me i'm excited to chat with you yes um when my guests come on the podcast the first thing we do is we brag on our babies so i would love for you to brag on your
1: precious little ones well i would love to do that i feel like i could spend the whole cat podcast doing that but um i'll try to keep it brief i have two um that I have babies anymore, which makes me so sad. Uh, my son, he is five, and he just started kindergarten. It's it's a whirlwind, but it's so amazing just watching him grow and blossom. He is a Lego extraordinaire and train enthusiast. Um, so he is uh, on his way to be a um, full time engineer. <laughs> <laughs> And my daughter, she is a two-soon-to-be-three major. She is so opinionated, so strong-willed, and a beautiful, brilliant young lady. She is a joy to be around, and she is actively potty training right now. So that is the highlight of our days with her.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can imagine. I'm not ready. I'm not ready.
1: At all. Potty training a girl is definitely a lot different than boys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole nother world.
0: And I can only imagine what it's going to be like (laughs) as they get even older. But definitely cool to hear about your Lego enthusiast and your strong willed, I guess I can call her a girl warrior.
1: (laughs) Yes. Uh, I will definitely uh, receive
0: that energy. Yes. Um, so a lot of times when I start, I kind of want to know as we're talking to our audience that we're out there, we're working, we're momming it, we're hustling everything. Where were you in your career when you first became a mom?
1: It's actually a funny story. Um, when I became a mother, I was pregnant in cosmetology school, actually. But prior to becoming pregnant and going to cosmetology school, I was in corporate America. And it just wasn't for me. I just, I had spent five years in corporate America after graduating from college. And I was just like, I cannot imagine my life behind this desk just being miserable every day so I just up and quit just like I can't do it anymore and I had the full support of my family my boyfriend now husband at the time and I chose to um shift my entire career and go to go back to school, go to cosmetology school to be a cosmetologist and focus more on hair than it or information technology. And so while in cosmetology school, we got engaged and subsequently became pregnant. And so I was really at the beginning of my now career as a cosmetologist and loctician when I became a mother
0: wow that's that's a huge shift (laughs) when you're making such a huge jump and then next thing you know it's like oh shoot I'm bringing a new life into this world but how did that feel like did you feel excited because you knew that you were doing something that you were passionate about or were you more anxious because it was something new and you were also bringing a child
1: into the world so it was it was very exciting I was very excited and it was almost premeditated my um I guess you can say argument as in persuasion to my fiance was that this is the perfect time to get pregnant. I'm just starting my career so I can, you know, give birth to our son and I can stay home with him for a little bit. And then I'll start my career go like full force with my career, because I don't want to have a full uh, clientele base and then become pregnant and then have to you know essentially take off for a couple of years to stay home with our child or children, so I convinced him that getting pregnant and becoming a mom or becoming a family of three, not just the two of us, before I was full force in my career was the best move in retrospect <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a little bit of um fear being that I just switched careers. And I didn't know exactly what to expect, but I knew I could or I thought I could control um, having a baby and being a new wife and family all at the same time. I I don't know what I was thinking, but (laughs) But that was the um, that was the thought. So it was it was very exciting. Um, Definitely not at all what I had anticipated, but I will say. looking back at it now, it worked out exactly as it should have. Yeah.
0: So after you went to cosmetology school, like what was your process? Were you working for someone else or did you just, is that when you started your business? Um, and then, you know, at the same time becoming a parent, is that how it kind of happened or?
1: Well, um, like you said in my um in my bio, like I have professional hair care experience, but before that I had um just like on the job training, my aunt is actually actually a cosmetologist. And so I've been in a salon since I was eleven, um, working as a salon assistant. Um, I worked as a natural hairstylist because in Maryland, we don't need a license to be a natural hairstylist. So I was able to um, work on my technique and build my skills before I even had a professional degree in hair care. Mm. So I've been in the salon space for a very long time, more than half my life. Um, It wasn't until after I did what my parents wanted me to do, which was go to college, get a degree, go try to do the nine to five route that I decided that I wanted to forge my own path and do what was in my heart and what I was really passionate about. And so that's when I decided to shift to be full time in the salon. Um, And so with that shift after cosmetology school, I did a t- well I stayed home for two years with my son and then I decided to go into a salon I thought that would be the best move for me just starting out to try to build clientele and you know come out of obscurity because that's one of the most challenging things for small small businesses to make a name for yourself in this big world And the internet. And so I um, went into a salon space for, I wanna say like seven months or something like that. But I know for sure what I can say about myself is that I cannot, I don't work well under people that don't have a vision and leadership. And so without those things, I'm better off on my own. (laughs)
0: yeah hey know yourself (laughs) gotta know yourself that makes total sense um because i mean a lot of us get out here and we keep trying to fit into something that we're not and sometimes we have to realize all right (laughs) try to find where you fit and where you where you're most comfortable where you work best instead of trying to you know, be a part of somebody else's mold. So that's good for you.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's not definitely not all, um, all wonderful things, especially with a, a new, uh, baby. It yeah. was very challenging. Um, just trying to find myself in my career, figure out what it meant to mother a child, be a wife, um, do all the things personally for the family and for business all at the same time. It was, it's a lot. It was a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like what would you say was the most challenging?
1: Um, In the beginning, becoming a mom or just like, just all like in totality. Like between being a mom, like in
0: that process in that period of time where you're, first starting into your, I guess, professionalized career as a cosmetologist, I suppose, and being a mom and in that whole
1: transition? So many things were challenging. Um, The biggest challenge, I would say, being a mom or being a new mom was figuring out my values for, um, for my the child that we well, that I'm mothering and that we are parenting together, um, trying to identify what it is that we wanted to do for um, our son's growth and making sure we followed through with that. I think that was the most challenging thing because there's so many, so many, so much stuff. That's just out here on the internet. So many stories that you hear from people. You scroll on Instagram, you get mom guilt just um, watching what someone else or how someone else is parenting their children. And so trying to identify what we wanted to do or what I wanted to do and like sticking to that, I mm-hmm. think was the most challenging um, part. So really, the I guess the identity of being or mothering a son, that was yeah so tough yeah yeah it's I mean everybody
0: says you know like boys love their moms and all that type of stuff but nobody ever gives you (laughs) a real manual about how to mother a son (laughs) um and I guess there's no manual about how to mother I mean how to be a mother period but because it's different for all children and it depends on your family. But
1: I was definitely going to say, let me know if you have found that manual. <laughs> because when I, I find copy. it, I
0: will share it to everyone. <laughs> I will put it on Instagram. <laughs> and
1: let everybody know what it
0: is that we're supposed to do. Step one, step two. Um. So I know for a lot of cosmetologists that your the demand is... <laughs> heavy on your time how did you balance your work and your family and um the sacrifices that sometimes you had to make
1: sis like (laughs) i i looking back at it now i don't even know um as of lately i've been working to um implement more self-care and self-care with relation to sleep or looking at sleep as self-care. When I first became a mom, sleep for me was earned. I needed to do this task or uh, finish this video or um, book as X number of clients, you know, and do all, I needed to do all the things before I felt like I could sleep. So I, I doubt I was sleeping. I know I wasn't sleeping more than Maybe like four hours a night, like consistently, with a newborn, breastfeeding at breastfed for two years, while trying to start a new business. So the balance was definitely not there. Um, I gave a lot of myself up for, or what I would say in the in the moment was for um, my son and for my family, but in reality, it was just taking of me. So the balance was not there at all, but I just gave it I gave I gave to my business if I could 110% and I gave to my son and my my family like 150%. And Ooh. so I was I was tapped out. Like it was it was, it was crazy. And so in the beginning, I was working weekends. Um, I worked in the evenings because I stayed home with them. And so I was taking like a couple clients in the evenings, definitely working every weekend. Um, And so with that, my marriage was suffering essentially. And there needed to be a lot of boundaries established. And I think as a cosmetologist in a small business, um owner like starting out boundaries is one area where if you don't establish them quickly you end up getting run down and worn out and i quickly well i don't even say quickly but i soon realized that boundaries needed to be established for balance yeah
0: so when you talk about boundaries it's you know limiting your evenings or You know, the time that you spend on the weekends so that you can pull back into yourself and your family?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, listening to um, my husband, like his feedback, because the times when I was behind the chair, more often than not, he was parenting um, and fathering our child and then two children. And a lot of that time was the time when. Once they were in school, once they did go to daycare, what have you, those times when they were home, I was away. And so listening to feedback from him, like, you know, you're missing so much. Like, I know you have clients, I know you love what you do, but don't you also want to see your children do these things and do them, do family things together, not just like you hang out with the kids and then I hang out with the kids. And so, yeah, I had to... Um, First, I started limiting my evenings and then I started limiting my weekend availability. And then now I only work a couple evenings a month and I don't work any weekends at all. So it's been a total shift in the past five years, um, how my career looks, but I definitely have a lot more balance at home and with my family.
0: That's awesome. I mean, that's really cool because I mean honestly for the people who are listening I take off work so I can go hang with Jocelyn and get my hair done so and I really appreciate it I mean but it's worth it um and I would love to know for especially for other moms who are in service-based um roles and have service based businesses like how do you like did you make a plan for those things in terms of Um, how you decided to build up your clientele or the type of clientele you wanted, so that you could, you know, kind of slowly cut off evenings and cut off weekends, but still be able to, you know, reach the revenue that you need because you're a business, (laughs) like, you still got to make a living,
1: yeah, absolutely. So, I um, I have a mentor mentor, my mind. I don't know if she knows she's my mentor, but I definitely um, interact with her as such. And she is a single mom and she has a product line and she is a cosmetologist as well, or she is a hair care professional. Um, But she poured into me so much in relation to um, identifying the type of guest you want to be in your chair, like solely focusing on that. Don't think about the people that you don't want, because if you think about that, and you'll attract that because you're constantly giving energy to it. And so she constantly reminded me to think about who I do want in my chair or the type of woman that I do want in my chair. And also to remember that you are in a service-based business, but as long as your service is providing value, the boundaries that you establish, people will fit into those. And if they cannot fit into those, then you are not the person for them anyway. And so with that validation, essentially is what I felt I needed. I was able to Establish a plan to stick with my boundaries to continue to see the same, if not more revenue than I had already been generating um, when I was without boundaries and being run down and being run over and feeling depleted and not showing up for myself and not showing up for my children, which also meant that I wasn't fully showing up for my business as well. So um, I definitely had a had validation first and then a plan and then execution came and it was, it has been, it is, um, a wonderful feeling.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's awesome because then, cause I'm sure there's a lot of moms who are, you know, nail artists and, uh, also cosmetologists who are, um, um, We have eyelash people nowadays and brows and people who do all these awesome things but that don't get to spend time with their family um, when they went into that career so that they could have more flexibility and things like that. So I think that's awesome to really think about um, who you want to attract to your business and who can fit within the boundaries that you set. So if someone says, all right, I'm only going to work three days a week, who's going to come in on these three days a week and is not going to keep making me try to do things when I don't want to do them. Um,
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, you, you, yes, boundaries. It's, it's really boundaries. You know, They're so important. And I feel like as moms specifically, we struggle with boundaries, because we want our children to thrive, and you want them to explore and be free. But at the same time, those boundaries help to give them guidance and structure so that they can do exactly what we want, which is thrive. And we have to be compassionate with ourselves enough to set boundaries within our space so that we can grow and thrive and have structure at the same time. So I think, you know, being a mom definitely helped me with that process. Um, And I think all women that are side hustling, moms that are side hustling, trying to figure it out, just establish boundaries and you will see the growth come from that structure that's good. Because
0: sometimes you think that you have to like accept everything. And it's not the case. You don't have to accept everything that's out there. And, you know, a lot of people, when they're trying to build businesses, just like, I just need people. I just need people. I'll take anybody. I'll take anybody. And it's really like, okay, you want to build the type of people that fit within the boundaries that you have, that fit within your lifestyle and the vision that you have for your business.
1: Yes, it is quality over quantity. Because just think about the longevity of your business or your side hustle. When you first start out, if you're just trying to bring in numbers, you're going to bring in people or you might compromise things with your business, like say you offer discounts or low rates and you get all these people coming in. But then when you sit back and you're just like, Hey, I'm not making the money that I should be making. I'm not getting paid what I'm worth. And you try to then establish those, um, boundaries or that new level that you want to be at those, all that quality quantity is going to fall off and you're going to be right back at, level zero trying to reestablish quality clients that are going to pay you what you're worth versus starting off with this is my price this is me this is what i provide and then getting attracting those people of quality that will outlast um any amount of quality um quantity i mean (laughs) quantity people that you have coming in
0: yeah that makes total sense makes total sense so when you um, look at like other moms or, um, or as other moms are looking at the podcast, what would you um, suggest to them as they try to balance their um, career or if they're a business owner their business with the responsibilities they have at home?
1: I would say ask for help. Um, That was, I think, asking for help is so important as a mom because you're going to, um, you know, have people around you that are going to be as invested in your child as you, but also asking for help with your business because. As a mom, maybe as a wife or um, a girlfriend, or even if you're doing it alone, there's so many things that you have to manage. And so to get clarity with all the things you need to manage, you may need somebody to step in as a virtual assistant or step in to do your accounting or step in to just have a play date. And so you can get some things cleaned around your house. Just asking for help is going to be key to your um balance as far and as and your success um as a mom hustling and um trying to trying to do all the things you just gotta ask for help
0: <laughs> that's good because i know a lot of times we talk about the mom ask for help side of can you take care of him or her for a minute or whatever but sometimes we forget like okay you can't ask for help in your business too or for your work, um, for the things regarding your work, um, asking for help in that too is important. Um, One of the things that I do know about you is that you are very systems oriented. And (laughs) I wanted to ask you kind of like when you create, I know like you have certain days that you do certain things. Um, Could you share that with the Moms Hustle different? Audience?
1: Yeah, I, my um, bachelor's of science is actually in information systems and web design. So, and I've been doing systems based um, technology pretty much all my life um, until I. shifted gears into cosmetology school so I do already have like a systems oriented mind and so when I approach things I try to I strive because as an adult we can't be trying be striving (laughs) (laughs) I strive to establish a system so that I can approach it the same way because when you think about systems that are in place like we have so many things as moms that we have to juggle, and so many things are coming at us from our children, from our household, from our spouse just so many things. And so, if you can conserve or save some of that brain power for like the in the moment tasks by already having a system established that is like repeatable, you can keep doing it um, the same way every time, you just give your brain clarity and like rest. And so, Um, when I approach my business, like I, um, clean the salon, we're closed on, I don't work weekends, but I'm also always closed on Mondays. And so I strive to go into the salon every Monday, clean the salon top to bottom so that I'm prepared to start in the salon on Tuesday. And for the entire week, um, I have my inventory done that day. I also have a product line. So doing um, inventory with the products so that I can then bottle and make all the products on Wednesdays and get those shipped out by Fridays. That's very important. As well as the systems for like kindergarten right now, making lunch oh, <laughs> is a yeah. system that I'm striving to um, get down packed and make it repeatable. But that system would ideally look like me packing All the lunches at night and having everything, all their clothes set out the night before so that we wake up. It's like, get dressed. Your lunch is already packed. Like, get your breakfast and we can head out the door. But when those things are not done, I have to wake up in the morning, hurry up and take my shower, try to go pack a lunch, try to pick out your clothes. Oh, you don't want to wear that. You know, it's just so many things that come at me or that come at us as moms that a system will help to simplify. And so, Yeah, that is definitely why I try to have systems in place. It just makes life easier. Yeah, I think
0: that's helpful. It's helpful to me because I'm like, today I started with a whole routine of. I woke up and I worked out in my room. I did like a 15-minute workout in my room and then started my day after that. And I'm just like, okay, Brenda, you have to find a couple of things that you can do every day and just try to establish a routine. And then at the same time as you establish routines, then that's when kind of systems when you realize some things that can be like automated or things that you should think about the night before or um, you know all of that, so I think that's really helpful, and I think people will get something from it because Lord knows when you have a business as well, like making sure that you're taking care of the things that you need to take care of, and being able, like you said, to start your day on Tuesday knowing that the salon is already clean. You don't have to worry about rushing in there on Monday. I mean, on Tuesday before your first client, trying to get everything together because you already. You know, to care of those things.
1: Yeah, it's. A, I mean, then you know, having the systems too helps you to clearly tell someone else where you need help. Mm-hmm. I think you know we we struggle. You know, I I struggle too. So this is not to say that things are perfect, but I struggle too with you know just having a clear process of where I need support in or where I need support at. Um, if I had a clear system, like if I had something that was repeatable, I can say, okay, look, I need you to do X, Y, Z in this way. One, two, three, because I have a system. I have it already clear in my mind. It's down pat. But when you're scrambling day in and day out, you know, that hustle is just, it's hard on your body, on your mind and you can't delegate. So then you feel overwhelmed. So just trying to start small, actually, um, reading a book right now called atomic habits, where they talk about, you know, the small changes that you can make in your life every day to build systems and to be better in your life. It's, it's profound.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm definitely gonna have to look into that because, you know, anything to help you help make things easier is really, um, it's good because when you're a mom and you're working and you have so many things that you need to do, um, having a couple of those things that you can not have to think about or that just come easy or organizing, like laundry is something I got to figure out. But <laughs> just like all those things, just figuring it out, getting it together so that you don't stress. And like you said, you can um, delegate if you need to to your to your partner or to a friend or to a um, temporary
1: team member or whatever. So, sis, let me tell you about the laundry. <laughs> let me tell you the system we have. Have you ever seen on Amazon that like four, it's like a, a laundry sorter that already has like four baskets? Uh huh. So, we have that, there's labels on each basket. And so, starting on Wednesday, we start on each basket and so by saturday everything's washed and so then we can just work together saturday morning to just fold everything up and put it away ah. because it's already sorted it's just take a basket wash it dry it take it upstairs take a basket wash it dry it put it upstairs all right saturday everybody let's go fold the clothes put it away a couple hours it's done versus trying to do everything at one time where you have all the piles and the floor it's overwhelming you know yeah yeah that's That's a good one.
0: I hope y'all were listening. Rewind. Do the 10 seconds back (laughs) because that is a good one. Start on Wednesday and then keep doing it. And then by Saturday, all you got to do is put it away. It sounds good. I like that. Um, So what... um, Like, what would you define? I've been asking people this because self-care is like such a buzzword right now. But how would you define self-care for yourself? And what does that look like now um, for you as you balance your business and your businesses and your family?
1: So I would define self-care as a practice or space that brings me peace of mind and for me right now that looks like reading just having like 30 minutes of dedicated reading is by far one of the best (laughs) areas of self-care for me um also doing a um facial Like a mini facial, facial scrub at home is definitely an area of self-care. Self-care also looks like just laying in the bed, like uninterrupted, just sitting there, not having to do anything, maybe scrolling on my phone. But just just me being in my own little bubble without any interruptions is total self-care. And self-care also looks like self-compassion, something I've been that I'm striving towards these days and self-compassion um, is a is a, is a um, component of my self-care because of all the things that I have to manage and all the things that I have to do. If I am constantly criticizing myself and beat myself up, I feel depleted. I feel anxious. I feel stressed. And so when I Give myself self compassion, or give myself compassion. Um, I feel at peace, and I feel calm, and I feel centered. So those are definitely my um, areas of self care right now.
0: That's cool. Um, that self compassion is is good to have. Difficult to do sometimes because you have to keep pushing the thoughts out of your head. Every single time it comes into, oh, why didn't I do that? Or I'm not this. I'm like, hold up, nope, nope. Let me be compassionate about who I am and what I'm doing, and the fact that I'm doing all right. Everything is coming together. Nobody's dead. Everything is good. So.
1: <laughs> that is so true. I I find like I am like you said. It's very hard to give yourself compassion, but at the same time, we offer it to our children, or at least I try to offer it to my children, and so um, one of the things that I'm doing now, or that I find myself doing when I feel anxious, or I feel like, damn, I've just been beating myself up for way too long, I have recently, I picked up this book called um, The Proven Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself, And so I just will read like a little excerpt from that book. And so it just helps me to refocus my mind to be more compassionate with myself. And it has little exercises in there. So I try to do one of those or I strive to do one of those every time. Um, I feel overly critical of myself. Um, And it's been a great shift in my mindset. So definitely self-compassion is key as a mom for sure. I
0: like that and the proven power of being kind to yourself. That was the name of the book? Yes. Awesome. That's great. Um so I guess what I want to kind of just go into quickly is how do you like how has your career goals changed since becoming a mother and like what do you like how do you plan out for what the rest of your career
1: looks like so my career has the goals of my career have shifted quite a bit since becoming a mom and then becoming a mom to two children um initially my goal was to be an international platform educator and that is what i gave a lot of my energy towards And when my son was, I want to say like seven months, something like that, I was offered an opportunity to be an international platform artist or educator. And I was so excited until I was put into the opportunity to actually execute and realizing that this opportunity would take me away from my son and my family for weeks at a time traveling um, studying um, networking and they were it was way more of a time commitment than I had ever envisioned specifically envisioning um, or specifically with balancing motherhood and so I had to give that opportunity up because it didn't align with who I was as a mother, a new mom, right? And so now my goals have shifted and are constantly shifting as I'm navigating all of the milestones that my that the the children that I'm mothering are entering. Um, I do center a lot of my business commitments my life commitments around my children because I believe um or around the children I'm mothering around my children but um I do center a lot of things around them because it is their their time to grow and explore and I don't want to stifle their opportunities because I'm trying to be selfish um I believe there is a space for what I want to do um, but this is just not the time for it specifically right now because I do want to be very present. And so my goals are very much in alignment with being present at home, being present with my children at school, all of their endeavors, all the field trips. Um, anytime there's any type of communication from the teachers or principals, I want to be able to be right there showing up. Um and so I don't put onto my, or don't I don't welcome into my career things that would take me away from being present with them right now.
0: That's awesome. That's very um, considerate and thoughtful um, as you kind of talk about what, you know, sometimes there are temporary sacrifices, I guess, when it comes to what we want to do, but sometimes it the joy comes from being able to see um, children grow into who they should be and knowing that I saw something about like not giving a child um, a life that they have to recover from. Absolutely. Um, so being able to really give them what they need at any particular time and then kind of working around that, not necessarily neglecting yourself and the things that you want to do for yourself, but, you know, making some adjustments here and there.
1: Yeah. I, I low key, I felt like with my, um, when my son entered, um, into kindergarten, like I felt I only had him, or I had the ability to impart on his character from zero to five. And that was it. Like literally the first week he came home from school, he was a completely different person. I was like, who are you? Like, mm-hmm. these are not the things that you say. This is not how you've been acting. Like what is going on? And so I I know now I was probably being a little over, um, Melodramatic in my reaction, but at the same time, you know their peers are very influential to their life, and so I I'm able to sacrifice with the trajectory of my career for a couple more years because there's going to be a point where they are their own like they are their own person, but I still have some influence. There's going to be a point in time when my influence no longer um, has the weight. That it does at this present time, and that's a time when I'm able. I feel like I'll be able to step back and allow them to grow into who they are um, independently. But for now, I need. I feel like I need to be more present um, for questions, concerns, and just showing up for them. I don't ever want them to feel like, you know, they didn't have me because I was working on someone else, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's perfect. And that's really something that we should all think about um, as we kind of work through this journey of parenting and working through the impact that we can have on our sons and daughters And how they can grow and what they see through us as they grow up and um, in the time that we have them, especially when they're either in daycare or they're in school and as they continue to do extracurricular activities and are impacted by things other than those that are in their home. So it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, but definitely, I definitely don't want to take away from, you know, working moms who, you know, choose or, you know, parents who choose not to be as hands-on and let their children be autonomous, like, early on. It's nothing wrong with that. You yeah. know, this is just the way that I feel like I would like to parent, but it's not taken away from, you know, how someone else chooses to parent, too.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, because we all have our own... um kind of niches, but I think we can all still gain from the way each person kind of figures things out. So that's awesome. Um, So do you have any lasting thoughts that you would like to share with the Moms
1: Hustle Different um, audience? Definitely. I would just like to um, tell the moms out here that are hustling different that you got this, take your time, everything that you desire, just keep focused on it. Maybe make a vision board, meditate about it. Just keep, um, keep your end goal in mind. And yes, things will, you know, come in your way, or you may stumble a few times, but just don't ever give up. Just keep hustling. It's so worth it not only for the freedom that you'll gain with your side hustle or your business but also with the enriching journey that you'll have as a mom and that your children will get to grow from because they get to see you hustling different so um, just keep going don't stop it is um, it's a beautiful journey
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Jocelyn. I'm so happy that we were able to have this conversation. And I really think that people will you know, get a lot from it.
1: Thank you so much, Brenda. And I'm so glad that you reached out to me. I'm happy that we had this conversation. And I'm just very grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. Wasn't that great,
0: guys? I love Jocelyn and I love that conversation. And I think that we can all, you know, learn about how to um, really uh, create boundaries, um, how to give, um, create habits and systems that can really uh, keep us focused in our lives whether we are business owners or whether we are working our nine to fives Um, there's a lot we can take from this conversation so feel free to listen again (laughs) if need be Uh, and I will put Jocelyn's information in the show notes so that you can find her Uh, she's pretty much curly new growth everywhere Uh, so just make sure you check her out and follow her on the platforms Uh, and Honestly, follow Moms Hustle Different and subscribe to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, could you please leave a rating and a review um, on your given uh, podcast platform? It really helps others to know that they should check out uh, Moms Hustle Different. Um, And also, if you could just share it. Share this podcast with a mom that you think could be interested in this content. So with that, I will let you all go. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for joining us on Mom's Hustle Different.